We back. We back. Technical difficulties, but it happens. So, we about to see. Let me get my mans back in here again. We're going to try this. Welcome back to the rap mentality. Let me see if I can get my mans up in here real quick. Technical difficulties happen, people. It's Insta. That's what we do, though. Let me see if I can get him on here real quick. Is that my man's? There is my guy. What is up, man? Hey, um, can you hear me? Just make sure my yes, yes. I can hear you. Cool, cool. We're just having, you know, little technical difficulties. It is what it is, but we are here. We back. Good people. Like I said, man, this is pop-up guest, okay? Nobody knew this was happening, but it's happening, okay? So, good people. We back. We here. Welcome back to The Right Mentality. Today, another special guest. We have Mr. Darius A. Green here. We're going to keep it moving, keep it going. So, today, Mr. Darius, we'll, we'll open it up in a second. But, introduce yourself to the people. Tell them who you are, what you're about. Yeah, my name's uh, Darius Green. Um, I'm a counselor educator uh, right now based out in Colorado. I just moved out here uh, a couple months ago. Um, yeah, I got my PhD in counselor education back in 2020. And um, yeah, it's a little bit about me. Okay, okay. Nice, nice, man. Listen, I, I thought about going around a PhD, but I was like, listen, I done, I done, you know, been in this a little long. Let me let me take a break. Um, mm-hmm. I think that break is, yeah, we, we done with school. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It is a lot. Like, but now, when you did your PhD program, did you have to do a, um, what is it? Uh, pretty much, you got to write a book to graduate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dissertation, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, nah, man, can't. I'm not, wait a minute, we don't say can't. I just don't want to. So. It's a good rephrase. But. <laughs> Uh, you know, congratulations to you, man. You know, we need more brothers out here like you doing that. Out here like me doing what we do. But we're here. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it moving. So now, Mr. Darius, today on The Rap Mentality, we are introducing a digital mindset. Now, Mr. Darius gave me a little background on him. So good people, what I like to do is I come up with the questions he comes up with the answers. So, therefore, we hopping into it. Today's episode, The Right Mentality, Digital Mindset. Now, Mr. Darius, we appreciate your introduction on the show today. Now, mental health today is something that we we hold, so to say, to a high value. We think about it as something that could be or what it couldn't be. But mental health today seems to be minimized by the justice system because of how they tend to treat those with mental health problems. What do you feel like, or should I say, why do you feel like mental health has been minimized? I mean, um, for myself, what I would just kind of um, turn towards is really what you just said. It, it is minimized when people speak about 
the value for mental health, uh, I find myself questioning, like, why, what are they trying to achieve by that, particularly when the actions um, sort of contradict its value? Um, if there isn't, like, on a political level, if there isn't money backing, uh, like, the mental health crisis that's been experienced in the United States um, and the world as a result of COVID, yeah. um, I mean, that, that uh, communicates a clear contradiction. And so I would say they minimize mental health um, because they don't find it important. Um, we don't find it important uh, collectively, even though um, we might voice it. Um, that might be because it's trendy, it's popular to say mental health is important. But I really question, like, deep down, how important is mental health? That is very, very true. And just sitting back thinking about it, I don't, I really don't feel like we feel mental health is as important as, so to say, some people say it is. Because, I mean, me being in the mental health field for, I'm, I'm a youngster, you know, in this field. I think I've been in here for probably about four years now. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little young in the field, but just still getting into it and understanding a lot that comes with mental health and seeing how people treat it. Now, looking at it from an African-American standpoint, I have a lot of African-American clients as children, though, but they tend to feel as if they don't need therapy. We, as African-Americans, feel we don't need therapy. Why is that? Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things that probably comes to mind is, like, who is therapy? Um, this might not be the case for you with uh, Black clients that you work with. They see you and um, sort of maybe feel safety that um, there's some commonality in Blackness. Um, but the mental health field at large is mostly white, um, and there's a history of of oppression, of discrimination, of minimizing the Black experience in therapy itself, to calling it um, not relevant to therapy. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just kind of looking at uh, sort of race by itself and then take into account like the stigma around mental health in general. Like all those together, I feel like they can just create barriers for actually seeking help and seeing oneself as being, um, being a client and being worthy of experiencing healing from trauma and any sort of uh, pain that one might experience mentally. Exactly. And it's like, so now, of course, you have so many, there's <laughs> so many characteristics that come along with mental health and truly trying to understand it. But to me, looking at it from my perspective, I don't think anybody can fully understand what mental health is unless you experience it yourself. Now, having certain things happen to you in life, traumas, depression, anxiety, all those types of things. But um, we we take the word mental health, you know, you take it and you put it in Google, you know, you search. So much stuff pops up, right? You got so much stuff pops up and there's so many things that you can click on to get whatever kind of information you want. But um, the, the versions that we want to find out what it truly and really is, I've seen it feels to be undefined. So is, is there really a true definition of mental health? I don't know if there is like one like consensus definition. Um, mm -hmm. Not that I've experienced. Um, some people talk about mental health and they might be talking about their personality. Other people might be talking about like, um, I guess, at least in the field of psychology, like what they call as abnormal. Um, abnormalities and like uh, sort of the way that one functions. Um, for me, I like to think of it holistically, like anything 
related to my health, well-being, and life. Mm-hmm. I would consider under the umbrella of mental health, but even that's not even a sort of succinct, clear definition. So, True. Yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, you know, you have, you got, look at it from how, how, let's take therapy, of course, um, is, it could be therapeutic, it could be helpful, it could be non-existent, it could be something that's spiritual for you. And it's like we take it and we, we don't truly, we don't utilize the, the information that we get. So when I talk, you know, to, to clients, adults, just people in general, and try to get them to understand the aspects that come behind this, you know, they sit and they, they tell me, they try to tell me, like, look, man, it's, you know, I appreciate the conversation and everything, but I don't, you know, I, I don't need no help. We good. We, we you know, it's just, I'll get over this. It, mm-hmm. it'll pass and it's like you know how do you really know you have those problems if you don't confront them to yourselves so now just looking at your background and understanding the things that you have experienced going through the field today um how is it the justice system or so to say police judges lawyers all this stuff how how do they impact mental health today, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. First, I, I like to call it the legal system rather than the justice system. I've, okay. Just from reading, I haven't found it to really operate based, rooted, the way that operates doesn't seem to be rooted in mm-hmm. promoting justice, particularly for Black people. Its goal is to enact uh, the laws that currently exist. And um, really, the legal system, I feel like it just... Um, really operates to punish black people Um, yeah it doesn't really seek to rehabilitate black people who might engage in criminalized behaviors that might cause harm to oneself or one's community or one's family or whatever the case may be um it's just looking at the data like uh police violence uh black people particularly black men are most impacted disproportionately impacted Uh, black people make up what like 13 percent of the population but uh, I've seen stats that suggest uh, black people are, compared to white people, two to three times more likely to experience police violence. Incarceration, black men are leading in that number, I believe, in frequency, which is really odd. Uh, black men should, there should not be more black men in prison than white people. Um, yeah. Given that like white people make, what, 60% of the population compared to 13%, that shouldn't be even close to equal. Um, and when you think about like police violence, like yeah. it's like any other form of violence. If you experience violence, particularly if you don't, um, if, if it's not justified, not expected, like that's going to impact one's mental health. It's going to cause anxiety, um, depression. I saw some stats that suggest that if you experience police violence, you're more likely to um, experience suicidal ideation as well. Um, incarceration, jail cells, like, yeah. um, these are like really just, I mean, if we think about like, many of us are afraid of going to jail regardless of our race identity or anything like that why is that because if we see it as a violent experience in a violent environment something that's going to promote trauma um and so I, when i think of the legal system i think of it as a brutal system that's designed to cause harm not to re- rehabilitate yeah dude let me tell you something man you you, you said a mouthful okay because now i i look at my experience okay i used to be a ceo I used to be a CO as well as a DO for juveniles. Now, 
looking at as being a CEO, you are like head on, brother. The amount of African American men that are in there, it is ridiculous compared to any other race. So when you sit back and me being a black man as a correctional officer in there, it's like, why are we in here? Like, what what is it that we aren't getting? What is it that we need to to prevent things like this? But yeah, it happens time and time again. And then when I see men in there my age, like, it's mind-blowing to think, like, what were you doing? Now, don't get me wrong. We all grow up differently. We all have different experiences in life. But it's always a way that you can turn things around and do things differently. But yet, you my age, and you were in here for 25 years, but I can go home at 7 o'clock in the morning. And it's like, it, it, it's just uh, it's a spiral effect. So mm -hmm. it's like, you see, so to say, you see your dad, he's in there. Mm -hmm. You go in there. Your son go in there. It's like, it's just revolving door that keeps happening and happening. So trying to, like, trying to break that cycle, is it possible? I would like to think that it is, or at least I try to be hopeful. I don't want to be paralyzed by yeah. um, sort of the whole weight of it. Um, I think, like, I appreciate, like, that there a lot of Black people have, um, particularly those who work in the criminal justice system, something that I'm hoping to get into um, now that I'm kind of settled in in a new place. Mm -hmm. um, like, our own individual efforts to, like, support people and, like, diverting them from um, the criminal justice system that's more than happy to keep them um, and keep giving punishment or um, keep finding ways to bring them back to yes. incarceration in some way, shape, or form. Um, like our individual efforts to like support these people and getting away from this system um, is really key. Um, and I would say like um, how to stop it is like, um, I'm really big on reading about abolition, looking at what a world without policing a world without um, sort of prison systems, what that could actually look like. How can we like change the way that we function as individuals and as communities so that we don't have to um, really rely on a system that causes harm, that causes trauma, impacts mental health negatively, relying on those system, systems to like fix our quote unquote problems. In reality, they don't fix them, quoting Angela Davis here. Uh, she often says that uh, prisons don't uh, fix people, they disappear people. Um, they kind of communities as opposed to Man. asking the difficult questions. What did this person need to not engage in that criminalized behavior? Yeah. Somebody stealing because they need money, food, or resources for their family or for themselves. Yeah. Why are we not asking ourselves? Why aren't we finding ways to provide for this person? Yeah. If someone is... Um, if like choosing to be violent or maybe they kill someone um, because of their own violence that they experienced, like why aren't we asking the difficult question? What could we have done to prevent someone from um, like experiencing any violence or uh, seeking revenge on someone else? Um, I think we really need a mindset of prevention in addition to actively trying to divert people from um, getting involved in the criminal justice system in the first place. That that is so true, man. And it's it's so many preventative ways that we have out here. And it's just like I said, it's like we feel like we don't need it. We don't want to get it. So let me fix it my way. But when you try to fix it your way, you end up, you know, in holes like that. 
and mm-hmm. it's you you can't pull yourself back out of it. So now, let me let me pull it back in because this still plays into the digital mindset of this. So seeing that and saying that, but when you see that social media blasts it, it, it shows it everywhere. Like, and they tell you, like, looking at what's been happening on the news. Now, me, I'm not one to watch the news, okay? Uh, it's Some people, it's very informative, Antonio. I get that, but unless a comet falling from the sky or aliens coming, you know, I, I'm good, okay? But looking at the digital mindset of things, it's, it, it, it blows my mind to, like, really think how concerning it is that when they do do, you know, they blast it out there and put everything out there, concerning anxiety, depression, mental health, all those types of things, and you put it on a certain race, it's like, how 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 is it you can take mental health problems, place it on somebody, and not put them in a jail cell, but you put them in a mental health hospital and social media puts it out as, he just got mental health problems. Now I'm not putting on any certain type of race, no need to, we see what the, you know, the world is, but how is it you can put mental health on killing a certain amount of people? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, um, I mean, it kind of creates this contradiction that you kind of, with uh, what we talked about earlier, like we yeah. value mental health, uh, we want to like improve our mental health collectively and individually. Um, yeah. And at the same time, if we see bad behavior, criminalized behavior, things that we are, don't see ourselves doing, things we consider abnormal, we easily, quickly say, oh, that's just a mental health issue. This person... Yeah. Like did this mass shooting because of their mental health, uh, which I don't find to be in any way uh, true at all. Um, <laughs> Me either. Um, I don't. Um, I mean, there's the stigma of like if you have mental health issues, then you are dangerous. That's kind of where that yeah. uh, stigma is rooted, um, and that's not true. I mean, there is. I mean, we can definitely ask questions like, what is going on mentally for this person? But um, I think it's a cop out to just. Uh, point at something that we don't like, that we disagree with, that maybe rubs us the wrong way and say, nope, that's just a mental health issue. Um, instead of like asking ourselves, well, what's what's rubbing me wrong? What's underlying what I'm feeling about yeah. what just happened? What's like the actual root and base of like whatever went on and whatever happened? And it's like, man, I, it's like I want to know, but at the same time, I don't want to know because mm-hmm. it, it, it brings too many negative thoughts, bad thoughts of, you know, why was mm-hmm. happening. But then you take it to the parents or guardians to try to figure out, what were you doing? Like, what, what, how did you create this? And I tend to, you know, when working with kids, of course, I always have to go to the source, which is the parents, because it stems from home. Now, I'm not going to say the parents, but it stems from home. But what are you allowing to happen for this to happen? So it's it's mind-blowing, it's boggling. But my last question to you, brother, is, is is mental health real or is it a game? 
Is it real or is it a game? Mm-hmm. Can you like clarify that? So we'll make sure I understand so, the question. <laughs> so I treat mental health as it being real, as it's, it's serious diagnosis, it's serious things that we need to take into consideration. Society treats mental health as a game. Uh, he depressed. So let's give him a happy meal and uh, send him on his way. Um, or so to say, the legal system says he has manic behavior. Um, let's just give him some medications. And, you know, he overdoses and kills himself. So now we don't have to worry about him anymore. So is it serious or is it a game? I mean, I'd find myself agreeing. Um, I find it very serious. It's uh, something that every single living person um, sort of interfaces with their own mental health and wellness, whether it's um, in the form of disorder or in the form of wellness, um, sort of our optimal state of being. Um, And yeah, I don't feel like our social society takes it seriously. It's um, often considered not real. Um, It can be considered a cop-out. It can uh, be minimized. in a way to explain away something without actually dealing with uh, underlying issues and addressing um, harms that oftentimes are socially rooted. Um, I think a lot of times like people say like, oh, that's because of manic disorder or depressive disorder. Um, I know when I was uh, studying psychology in the undergrad, there's something that really stuck out to me. It was the fundamental attribution error where we when we look at somebody and something they're experiencing or something they're exhibiting, their behaviors, we tend to uh, blame the person's internal uh, individual characteristics. We like blame yeah. them for whatever happens, I mean whatever they're doing. But we like have this tendency to um, minimize the social context. And uh, without getting into all the research and whatnot, I'm not to bore anyone. Uh, we're products of our environment, um, whether it be our families, the schools, the churches, uh, the world that we live in. Um, yeah. Those all have uh, pretty big effects in like shaping and socializing us to become who we are. I'm kind of drawn to um, clinical experience once I had with this uh, another black man um, who uh, really shocked me a bit. Um, He looked very different from me and I thought he was very different from me. Um, In reality, he was a couple months younger than me and grew up like 20 minutes from where I lived and it just kind of really um, brought up a lot of deep questions for me that this person who is experiencing various mental health, mental health related symptoms um, and is in front of me court ordered to be here. Um, it was just really weird and wild for me to see that this person who grew up very similar to me, very similar location, turned out very differently and is experiencing very different life circumstances. And he's considered um, to be like maybe a bad person or someone who's mm-hmm. mentally unwell. And I'm over here being considered the um, sort of, um, something to aspire towards simply because I have a, was working on a master's degree at the time. And for me, that kind of takes me back to what you mentioned. Is it real or is it, a, or is it a game? It felt like society kind of sees it as a game. It's a way to classify um, people based off of their experiences and judge them based off of their experiences. But in reality, like I, looking back, that person deserved a full life that... Um, didn't involve being put in a box, being put in uh, jail, or being threatened with being put in jail. You know, he deserves uh, sort of full, the full holistic wellness that I aspire to have myself in there, I aspire to give other people. Yet, society, it seems like, treated as a game as if he didn't really 
deserve that. And yeah, um, going off on a tangent, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel like just want to reiterate what you were saying. Yeah, it is very important. It's very real, and the world that we live in often doesn't treat it as if it is real, and it is important. That is so true, man. I, I take it back to you. You made a comment to say, um, I'll summarize it in my words. The world says a lot of things without, you say a lot without saying much. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there for something y'all to think about. Now, Mr. Darius, we appreciate you, my brother, for coming on here today, talking, giving us this knowledge, this wisdom. We appreciate you. The right mentality appreciates you. So, if you don't mind telling the good people where they can find you at and get more knowledge if they need to talk to you about something. Yeah, um, quickest way to find me um, on social media, um, Twitter and Instagram. My, um, I guess my names are uh, Darius A. Green, D-A-R-I-U-S-A-G-R-E-E-N. Um, happy to respond there. But I'm also happy to respond by email, uh, Dr. Darius A. Green at gmail.com. Doctor, you you heard me say doctor, okay? You know, I could have been Doctor Wright, but you know, that's another story for another day. But we going, you know, we do what we do. So, my brother, I appreciate you again for coming on here. Good people, always remember, keep the right mentality.